discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Thank you for this beautiful opportunity you have given to us to be here, to hear your word, to be inspired by your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the ministry of your word and the ministry of your spirit that are present in this place. Receive with meekness and gladness. Receive your word mixed with faith, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places. Wow. So this evening, I'm glad to be here to share the word of God with you. Are you ready to hear God's word? Today, I'm sharing with you on put away childish things. Put away what? Childish things. Childish things. Childish things. If you read in First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, Paul mentions it. When I was a child, I speak as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. When I became a man, I put away what? Childish things. You can also say, when I became a woman, I put away childish things. If you're a guy, say, when I became a man, I put away childish things. If you're a lady, say, when I became a woman. Oh, it's so nice. Say it again. When I became a woman, I put away childish things. Wow. You are really ladies, I tell you. When I was a child, he says, I speak as a child. I spoke as a child. Hmm? He spoke before he understood, before he thought. Have you noticed? I speak as a child. Then I understood as a child. And I thought as a child. But that is not how it's supposed to be. You think, you understand, and then you speak. Is that not so? That's what you do. Before you say anything, um, the sign of maturity is thinking. Being able to think about what you are saying. You don't just say anything. You, you think about Have you ever seen uh, ex-president Kufour talking before? He would do this. Uh, and then he would talk. Uh, and then he would talk. Yes, because you need to think about what you are saying. You need to think about what you are going to say. A child is one who talks before thinking. Before understanding, before thinking. Yes, he, he has it reversed. Okay, he has it reversed. Now, we are all born into the kingdom of God as babes, as children. But that is not the end of our new birth. If you read in First Peter chapter 2, verse 2, the Bible says that, As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. As newborn babes, what? Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So we are all born again as babes, as children, okay, as children. And we are expected to grow. Everybody is expected to grow. You can't remain a child forever. There are a lot of things that you will not benefit from if, if you remain a child, okay? When you were two years old, there were things you were allowed to do and there were things you couldn't, you weren't allowed to do because you just couldn't do them. Just imagine if you were still two after 12 years or after 
uh, 15 years. Some of you are 18, 19, 17, 16, 20, 22, 25 here. Just imagine, try and wrap, wrap your mind around not being able to grow or being stagnant in your growth. What will happen? You see, right now you have, you want to do makeup, isn't it? You couldn't have done makeup as a two-year-old or three-year-old. I mean, what are you doing? You will see them, the older people doing their makeup. You would want to do some, but you can't do some. Why? Because you're a baby, you're a child. No be so. Yeah. You are just a child. So you, you can't you can't really you can't really do that. Yeah. There are some meals that you are, you are not even allowed to eat as a child. Have you seen a child eating banco and tilapia with bones and all of it? You can't, I mean you can't. The fear is that you the the bone you can swallow the bone and you get choked and you have more problems. They'll give you what? Bored egg with the banku. <laughs> is it true? So there are a lot of things you are limited from if you remain a child. A child is limited naturally from a lot of things. Is it true? Yeah. The same with Christian development. If you're a Christian, you're expected to grow. You are not expected to remain a child after some time. After some time, you're expected. God is expecting you to grow. God is responsible for your new birth and is responsible for bringing you into maturity. Okay? He wants you to grow. Tell me about God wants you to grow. Hmm. There are a lot of things you will not enjoy as a child of God. You are automatically limited from. All because you are not growing as you are supposed to. If you submit yourself for training and for, for, for the word to raise you, you will be allowed to enter into certain aspects of the spirit. The of the spirit is very big. Okay, and you are expected to develop in it as time goes on. So in Galatians chapter 4, verse 1, so there's, there's being a child in growth is natural. Okay, I don't, is there a child here? Is there any child? Is I see here? I say it's not here. Any, I mean, all of us were children some time ago. Your head was not as big as it is now. If you came out of, of your mother's womb with this kind of head, your mother would have been in serious trouble. Yeah, you didn't come out with this kind of head. It was smaller. You've, you've been eating and drinking and ex- drinking water and drinking water and exercising and all of that. <laughs> I want to say drinking. So my person said, so we can... We can. Pastor Mensah Otabel posted a, a certain post some months ago. And he said, as long as you are in the company of friends who are into womanizing, drinking, and uh, I think he mentioned womanizing, drinking, and something, you, you will not grow as a child of God. Or yeah, something like that. You will not grow as, or you will not go forward. Something like that. Then someone replied and said, thank God he did not add we smoking to it. <laughs> Can you imagine? I couldn't believe it. Thank God he didn't add with smoking. So I'm okay. Ooh. Tell it. <laughs> it's there's something wrong with his brain, isn't it? Yeah. Chocomilo is in his brain. Hallelujah. So it's important to grow. You have to grow. There are natural there are stages we go through as children. I mean, as the more you eat and drink water. Eh? <laughs> And exercise and sleep and rest and all of those things, the more you grow. Is it true? That's how nobody grows by looking at himself in the mirror and eating. That's why eating and looking at yourself in the mirror. It doesn't work. You don't notice that you are growing. Huh. You, you do all the regular things. You sleep. Whilst you are sleeping, you are ex- you're, you're extended. You increase some more. You wake up like that and then you keep going and keep going. Before you realize, you realize that your breast has come. Yes, your hips is becoming larger. Things are happening. As a guy, you realize that your voice is becoming deeper. You are developing hairs in certain places. Hey. Is there a message? I nearly said, check your neighbor's armpits right now, but we can't say that. 
We can't say that. We can't say that. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. When a child is not growing, it's a problem. It's a major problem. It's a major problem. So there's a natural way. And then there are children who also go through stunted growth. They don't, they don't they get to a certain point and they don't grow anymore. They don't grow anymore, naturally speaking. Aki and Popo, for instance. Those guys are in their late 30s or so now. But they have not increased in height. <laughs> are you in the church? They have not increased in height. They have not increased in size. They have not increased in certain, certain things. Recently, there was a video of a, of a girl who stopped growing when she turned two. Yes. So, and she's 40 now. But she's like a baby. Maybe I should look for the video for you. She's, she's a baby. She needs to be carried around, you know, and handled as a baby. Even though she's 40 years now. Yes, she's 40 years now. It's a, it's a, it's a certain disease that prevents the, prevents her from growing. Uh, I'm sure the medical people will be able to, I showed it to my wife. My wife mentioned a particular syndrome. You know, so she has the body of a two-year-old, but in terms of age, she has been around for 40 years. So that is clearly a child who has had a problem. There's something wrong with the, with the person's growth. The same thing happens to most people spiritually. Same thing. Same thing. So some people have been in the house of God. They've been in church for years, for months, 20 years. have not changed with respect to spiritual development. They've, they've stopped developing spiritually a long time ago. They've stopped growing as they are supposed to. And they are not increasing and growing as they are supposed to. Do you see? Spiritually speaking. Now, the Bible has a word for it. And if you read in all these verses that I'm going to show you, the word for child is this particular word. Okay? Yes. The word is nepius. First Corinthians chapter 3. We read one in First Corinthians 3, 11, isn't it? It says, and when I was a child, I speak as a child. The word child there is nepius. N-E-P-I-O-S. Nepius. Okay? Nepius. And it means one who is untaught. One who is what? Untaught. N-E-P-I-O-S. One who is what? Untaught. One who is unscaled. So one who is unthought, unscaled, okay, unscaled, simple-minded. One who is simple-minded and one who is unable to talk. One who is unthought, unscaled, simple-minded and unable to talk yet. He's unable to talk. Hallelujah. So, God has a great desire for his children to grow. It's important. It's very, very important. So, whenever you have stunted growth in your Christian work, what it means is that you, are, you have become an abuse. You are untaught. You are unskilled. You are untrained. Okay? You are simple-minded. And you are what? You are unable to talk yet. And what happens is that you are, you are not allowed to have certain, kind of, certain kinds of experiences. You are not allowed. You are not allowed. You are not allowed. It's, it's not because God doesn't like you. It's just the way things are. You, you can't allow a child to drive, a four-year-old to drive a BMW. No matter how, how interested he is in cars. You can't allow him to drive a BMW. Can you, will you, allow, will you give your car to a five-year-old to drive. It's not possible. Even if you have plenty of cars, that five-year-old will not be able to drive that car. Why? Why is he not able to drive the car? Oh, because he's not grown. He's unskilled. He's untrained. He's untaught. I see it. Uh-huh. The laws of nature doesn't permit you to, to do certain things. So if you read in Galatians chapter 4 verse 1, he shows you that the same thing happens spiritually speaking. 
to Nepios, people who, are, who have refused to grow. You are not growing as you are supposed to. He says, now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, the word child there is Nepios, one who is refusing to grow, one who is untaught, unskilled, untrained, unable to talk yet, unlearned, simple-minded, a simple-minded Christian, an untaught Christian, a Christian who does not know his left from his right, a Christian who keeps making the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over again. Sometimes you have Christians who have they've been around for some time. You came in with fornication. You see, that was, that was the problem you had. And you came in with it. But it's been two years or one year and you are still announcing fornication to, the, to us. When you go and do something wrong, you come and come and tell us, Pastor, I just fornicated though. I got pregnant. I mean, one of, one of the ladies that I know and who has been around for some time, I was expecting better from her. Got pregnant and did an abortion and came to tell that I've, I've gotten pregnant, I've done an abortion. Uh, you are welcome back. <laughs> Clearly, there's something wrong with you. Meanwhile, some years ago, she had the same problem and she has not, she has not allowed herself to increase and change. Grace does not mean that you shouldn't grow. No, grace doesn't mean that at all. There's an aspect of grace that a lot of Christians don't understand. That aspect is that God expects you to grow in grace. He expects you to grow and increase. If you read in Titus chapter 2 verse 11, he says the grace of God teaches us. There's a teaching by the grace of God. The grace of God teaches us. Eh? He says the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Are you seeing it? Teaching us. The grace of God has a teaching. It teaches you that denying ungodliness. So it, it teaches you to deny ungodliness. So if you are increasing in grace, what is happening is that you end up denying more ungodliness as time goes on. Not enjoying more ungodliness. Do, do you understand? Uh-huh. If you are increasing in grace, what it means is that you are being taught to deny ungodliness. Not to enjoy ungodliness and say that when I confess, Jesus will forgive me. Yes, it's true. When you confess, Jesus will forgive you. The fact that toffee is good for you or toffee is nice does not mean that you should keep eating toffees. A child who is allowed to eat toffees all the time will end up getting what? Diabetes. You get what? <laughs> what is the English name for Odepua? Eh? Candidiasis. Yeah. Is it true? Is it true? Yeah. The fact that sugar is nice and ice cream is nice does not mean that the child must grow on ice cream. The fact that uh, uh, gossiping is nice for you does not mean that that is, that is the life that God is expecting you to be living. Like you are, you've been in a church for 10 years or 5 years or 2 years or 3 years. You came in as a gossiper. It was the problem you were struggling with. And after 2 years, you are still gossiping. It's even gone higher. Clearly, you have become, you are, you are a child. You are untrained. You've been around for a long time, but you have not been trained. You are untaught. Even though you've been hearing the word of God, it has done nothing in your life. You are untaught. You are unskilled. You are still simple-minded. A simple-minded child is the one who will keep eating toffee. Children like that, they'll keep eating toffees. If you don't say, hey, my friend, this is not good, all his teeth will become brown. Is it true? Yes. A child can put his hand into fire and be bent and, and die. A child can, listen, a child can open the gas taps in the house and kill everybody in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Kill everybody in the house. All because he's untaught. He doesn't have understanding. So decide, you can kill yourself spiritually speaking. And you can even kill yourself naturally speaking if you don't mature. If you, if you don't allow yourself to grow spiritually speaking. Yeah. So it's not something to play with. It's not something to joke with. You must put away childishness as time goes on. It is childishness to uh, uh, say, oh, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, I did this. You should be coming back with a certain another testimony. I was tempted. They didn't strip naked for me. But I didn't do anything by God's grace. And I, I, I'm here. I left and I came. I came. I'm fine. Yeah. The guy cornered me. <laughs> it's a cornering. It's a cornering. 
the guy cornered me, but then I came, I came out of the corner. I overcame and I said, no. Brother James. Brother James. You succeeded the last time. It was nice for me too the last time. But now I have increased in grace. Now I have increased in the Lord. I am more mature than I was before. Brother James. Step up. I'm going home. I'm going to church. You kick his balls. Am I preaching to you? I'm not preaching to you. Yeah. Not, oh, pastor. Pastor. Pastor, you know that brother James is my weak point. It's my weak point. My weak, my, my weak point. God is expecting you to grow out of some silliness. He's expecting you to grow out of some foolishness. Also, you are denying, you are denying yourself. You are denying yourself. The heir. You see, God has made us heirs. We are joint heirs together with Christ. All that belongs to Jesus Christ belongs to us. Yes. All that belongs to Jesus Christ belongs to us. All that belongs. It is not, it is not false. It is true. All things are yours. It is true. It's not false. Oh, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's not, you don't need to go far. Romans chapter 8, verse 17. Look at Romans 8, 17. And if children, this word children here is not nephews. This word children here is technion or one who is born of God. Okay? This is a different word. And if children, he's talking about one who has been born and is going through the natural processes. If children, then heirs. Are you a child of God? He says you are an heir of God. Now, he's not talking about heirs in your armpits. Or heirs on your head. That's not what he's talking about. You understand the word heir? H-E-I-R. Heir means what? An inheritor. Potential owner. You are actually the owner. You are the one who has been given the right to the, the whole thing. You are next in line. Everything has been done for you. You understand? Those who don't understand tree, we are we are chopping some people. We are chopping chopping some people. We have Jesus, so we are we have everything. We are chopping some people. It's a lot of shiny people like myself. Hallelujah. We are S. Say we are S. We are joint S together with Christ. All that Jesus owns is ours. All that Jesus owns is ours. And if children, then S, S of God, then joint S with Christ. We are S of God and joint S. We are co heirs. The word joint is co. A co heir, meaning that if um, the inheritance is 100%, okay, we own it together. It's not 50 50. We have 100% rights to it. Jesus has 100% rights to it. And Jesus does not need any of the things that he has inherited. He doesn't need any of it. You are the one who needs it. What would Jesus use, use money for? He doesn't need money where he is. You are the one who needs money here. What would Jesus use health for? He doesn't need health. You need health here. What does Jesus need a, a, a greatness for? He doesn't need it. You need it. He has, he has achieved all greatness. I say again. So we are joint as with him. We are co as with him. And we own all that he owns. Colossians 1.15. I have so many to share with you. Are you interested? For instance, an untaught, an untaught child of God cannot stay and hear the word of God for a long time. Yeah, an untaught child cannot stay and hear the word for... It's not possible. One hour or less. You see, an untouched child gets angry when church is like, oh, we are staying for a long time. Now, listen, listen. There are, there are Christians who are bishops now, who, have, who are children along that line. Yes. Yeah. It's like when the church stays for more than an hour, there's a problem. So they need to do everything within an hour and finish and go. They are children, they are untouched. They are untaught. They have not read the scriptures. They have a problem. And they advise others and teach others to do the same. It's a problem. It's like when you are, when you are getting deeper into the word, it becomes a problem. Hey, we are, you are going too deep. No, but keep your finger here. In Hebrews chapter 5, 
from verse 8. Look at Hebrews 5, 8. Paul was talking about Jesus and his priestly ministry, which is after the order of Melchizedek. He says, though he were a son, though Jesus were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. Next verse. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Next verse. Called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Verse 11. Of whom we have many things to say. He says, when it comes to Melchizedek, we have many things to say. And hard to be uttered. Seeing he are dull of hearing. So Paul could not say what he wanted to say to them. Because they were dull of hearing. They were nephews in their hearing. They were children in their hearing. So one of the places where you can be a child is in your hearing. Not being able to sit and hear for a long time. Or not being able to sit and listen to, the, to, to a message and get all the details for a long time. Losing interest after 20 minutes. Losing interest after 15 minutes. If you came in some time ago, if you came in a month or two ago, it is fine. But as the months go by, you expected to be able to sit down and hear more. And be able to go deeper. And be able to use your faith to pull more out of the preacher. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah, that is, that is Christian growth and Christian development. Look at the next verse. Let's read it in the Amplified. It's nice. Verse 11. Concerning this, we have much to say, which is hard to explain, since you have become dull in your spiritual hearing and sluggish or lazy, even slothful in achieving spiritual insight. Yeah, childishness. Lazy, spiritual laziness. There's something called spiritual laziness. You came in praying for 30 minutes. Maybe when you came, you could pray only for 5 minutes. It's fine. You just got born again. It's fine. But as the months go by, you expect us to be able to pray for 30 minutes. Stand and pray for If you know how important prayer is for you, you will be interested in it. Yeah, if you've been taught, you'll be interested. If you've not been taught, if you, 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 you've not been exposed to the knowledge of God, or you've been exposed and you've not taken it seriously, five, you even reduce as the years go by or as the months go by. Instead of going to 30 minutes and increasing to an hour, you do only two minutes, one minute. When you wake up, Father, we thank you for everything. We thank you for the world. We thank you for my father. We thank you for my, father, my mother. We thank you for everything. Hallelujah. Amen. It's finished. You wouldn't know that you can accomplish things spiritually through prayer. You wouldn't know. Or you know and you will never do it. You will never do it. When we say we are praying for an hour, e, I say the pins are will work. It's like they are, they are choking you pins. I tell you, sluggishness. There's something wrong. You must put away childishness and decide to grow in the Lord. It's important. It's important. Jesus had something to accomplish and he used prayer to accomplish it before even rising up. Yes. In the Garden of Gethsemane, the Bible says that he prayed and accomplished. He knew what he was going to accomplish. And when he rose from prayer, everything was done. No matter what they did to him physically, he had accomplished it spiritually. So no matter, nothing was going to be done physically to him. The spitting on him didn't mean that he would say, hey, you people, I mean, I'm, you are spitting on me like that. You are spitting on me like that. I, I, I swear my father can't do that. But you see what I'll do to you. He, did, he never said that. The Bible says he was dumb like a lamb that was being led to the slaughter. He didn't say anything. It's quiet. Why? He had accomplished the pain spiritually through prayer. There are things you are supposed to go through as a child of God. Which you will go through with ease if you pray and prepare yourself before the thing happens. Yeah. There are Christians who, uh, who, who lost their father. And because their father died, they lost their Christianity. And yet there are Christians who lost three children. Three children. In one day. On the spot. Whilst they were preaching. And they are harder for the Lord now. What is the difference? One didn't think prayer was anything. So one was not in prayer. The other thought prayer was everything and was in prayer before the thing happened, before the, the terrible thing happened. You think the devil likes you? The devil wants to kill you. That is his desire for you. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. It's as though killing is enough. No, it's not enough. He wants to destroy you. What's the distraction? He wants to prevent your seed from continuing here on earth. If he can kill you before you have a child, 
or kill all your children, he will do it so that you will die without children here. And if he can kill you and put you in hell for you to perish forever, he, will, he likes it. That's his desire for you. So keep playing with him. Keep taking all the toughest from him. You are behaving like Kwabna Dako's chicken. Do you know Dako farms? Chicken. They are doing you. And you are, you are coming. They have put corn there. And you also saw. You are, how do you say susu in English? You are susuing. You are susuing and coming. You don't know that there's a basket that is going to put on you. And they'll catch you and tie your legs and tie your wings and chop off your head. You don't know. You have no idea. Listen. Well, they say an Uber driver was killed recently here in Kumasi. He, the guy who killed him is from is Akote. Those of you who live in Akote. The guy is Akote. Could the, could the Uber driver have known what was going to happen? Could he have missed it? He could have. He could have. It's possible. We don't know his spiritual state. But probably that, that he didn't, I mean, spirituality was nothing to him. So he was killed like a chicken. Yes, like a chicken. Murdered like a chicken. Beheaded. They beheaded him. Yeah. That's what the devil wants for you. You dear, keep playing and keep fornicating. Some of you came here. You didn't know any, you didn't know each other from Adam. You met in this church. You came through the side, the other person came through the side, and you ended up in this church. Now you are having sex with each other. And and we, we don't we don't know what's even your, your pastors you don't know. Those who brought to the church, they, they don't know what's happening. You are enjoying each other. You are lifting people's legs in bed. Do you know who you are sleeping with? Do you know who you are sleeping with? You don't know. You have no idea of who you are sleeping with. You don't know. But you, we have met. We are in university together. Listen, one of the things that happens in every university in Ghana and worldwide is that you don't see how people come, but the school becomes full. And you don't see how people go, but the school becomes empty. You should know that some people are not some people are not people. People are not people. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. You have met in church. Is the church a place for sex? You were a weed smoker. You came to the side. The other weed smoker also came to the side. When you met each other, Ganja boy. Adiabi. Adiabi. Yeah, Rolly. Yes, she said. You are doing hoo ha ha in the church. Hey. The Lord is watching you. Instead of allowing the church to be a place of transformation for you, you have allowed the church to be a place of reduction for you. And you are recruiting more people into that foolishness. You came in here through this door as a homosexual. The other person came in through here as a homosexual. You have met, realized that hey, hey, we are twins. I like you, you like me. Let's go. There's something wrong with your brain. You were babe, put away the childish things. You are simple-minded. You don't know that the devil wants to kill you. You don't know. You have no idea. You are clueless. Clueless. He wants to disinherit you. He wants to kill you. He wants to take you away from his kin- from the kingdom of God. Yes. He wants to, he's recruiting you as his, his agent. That's what he has done. The devil has agents in churches. Yeah. Agents in, in, in God's churches, Jesus' churches. Yeah. Wow. wow. He says, We have so many things to say to you, but we can't say it because you are spiritually dull of hearing. Don't be like that. See, I'll, know, I'll never be like that. I'll allow the word of God to change me. You have to. You have to. You can be childish in your hearing. Yes, you can be childish in your hearing. Since we're expecting you to know. Concerning this, we have much to say, which, which is hard to explain. Since you have become dull in your spiritual hearing and sluggish, even slothful in achieving spiritual insights. Verse 12. For even though by this time you ought to be teaching others, by this time in your spiritual work, you ought to become a teacher. You ought to become a teacher of the word. You should be teaching others concerning the things of God. He says, you actually need someone to teach you over again. The very first principles of God's word. You have come to need milk, not solid food. 
You have become a babe. Once again, you have become a child. Yeah. Next verse. For everyone who continues to feed on milk is obviously inexperienced. Continues to feed on milk. It's like, messages like this, you don't like. What I'm saying now, it's like, hey, why? It's like, I'm condemning I'm not condemning you. I'm showing you the word of God. I'm showing you the love of God. I'm showing you the word of God. Yeah. For everyone who continues to feed on milk is obviously inexperienced and unskilled in the doctrine of righteousness, of conformity to the divine will in purpose, thought, and action. We must all conform to the divine will. Do you understand? You are into divisions, groups, like gossip, like this is our group. You are not part of our group. You are, you are, you are in the house of God. You've been around for some time. That, that is where you, that's where you came from. But don't stay there. Don't say we are the, we are the hot chicks in the church. One, one young lady said, one young lady said some time ago that you are not part of our group. She was saying it to another lady. In church, when I heard it, I, I almost beat her. <laughs> because it's something I, I don't like at all. Do you know who, who someone will be? Do you know the future of another person? Do you know the future of the one sitting by you? Maybe your employer is the one sitting by you. Keep despising the person. Keep thinking that the person is nothing. Keep saying that he's smelling. Yes, he may be smelling today, but he'll be the one to employ you tomorrow. You'll be surprised. You must honor all men. The Bible says to receive all men without that, doubtful disputations. Receive everybody. Just like Christ received us. That is my Christian maturity. You hug everybody. Yes, the armpit is smelling. Buy perfume for the person the next time. Buy deodorant. Call the person aside and say, I, I, I say, I have a, I have a gift for you. I have a gift for you. Instead of saying, hmm, this guy here, every time I want to sit up far away from him, I don't notice that he's smelling bad. You start spreading. You start spreading the information everywhere. And everybody starts tagging the person. And the person can't stay in the house of God because of what you said. Yes. You were babe. You are childish. There's something wrong. You can't receive everybody. Meanwhile, Christ has received you with all your subwayness, with all your foolishness, with all your, your terribleness. Jesus has accept you, accepted you and received you to himself. And it's, it's helping you. You can't receive somebody. You must be able to forgive. Someone may have done something wrong to you. You forgive the person. Because Christ also forgave you. So you to forgive. It's scripture. All this, what I'm saying is scriptures. Forgive the other person. Not holding on to grudges. Yes. Five years you are still holding on. Three years you are still holding on. Two years you are still holding on. One year you are still holding on. And you are angry when you see the person and your heart is beating. Who will die? You will die. Who will die? Yes. There are things that make you childish. It's part of a division. And not unable to hear. Okay? Unable to hear the word. Divisions. Let me show it to you. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. Says when I came speaking the word of God to you, I couldn't speak unto you as unto spiritual. You see, it is not the preacher who doesn't think it's not powerful. It's the kind of people he's preaching to. Yes. Your faith and your spirituality is what draws out the word of God from the preacher. Never say the preacher does not know anything. You don't know anything. It's a congregation that does not know and cannot pull something out of the preacher. This I could not speak unto you as unto preacher, but I had to speak as unto you as unto carnal, fleshly minded, fleshly natural people, even as unto babes in Christ. The word babes is nepios, nepios, or children who are not growing. Babes. They have refused to grow. They are the heirs of God, joint heirs together with Christ, but they are denied. Fully denied. Next verse. I have fed you with milk. Children need milk. It says, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For he that to meat is the strong part of God's word. Talking about working for the Lord and all those things. Yeah. Christianity is not about receiving car, receiving house, having a nice life. Having, that's not Christianity. It's an aspect of Christianity. Yeah. It's an aspect. I can't relate with all your head. I have to relate with your whole body. 
It's an aspect of Christianity. The other aspect is learning to live for the Lord and learning to work for the Lord and learning to exist for the Lord. That's the other aspect. And that's the higher part of God's word. That's the meat, strong meat and honey of God's word. So as soon as we start talking about working for the Lord, you become some way. It's a sign that there's something wrong. You, you've forgotten that you, you made Jesus the Lord of your life. You didn't make Jesus the boy boy of your life. You didn't make Jesus the small boy of your life. The one you control. It's only a small boy you say, come and go. You, you think you can talk to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, move. Move and get me this. Move and get me that. Move. It's children who do that. As you grow in the Lord, you stop doing that. Yes. You're expected to stop doing that. Yeah. Hallelujah. You must go. You have to go. When we start talking about, let's give to the Lord. I, I, I'm giving 30,000 Ghana cities. Yes, I'm giving 30,000. You think I'm a fool? You, the church has never given me 30,000 since it began. That the church, this church has given me 30,000. Like, oh, pastor, take 30,000 from the offerings and the tithes and everything. Use it for, to bless yourself. The church has never given me that. And I'm, I'm not going to take it. We have 15th opportunity. It's an opportunity. If you want to sow into my life, you can sow into my life. If you don't want to sow into my life, keep your money. I will not be a fool. Yeah. If you don't honor the one who is blessing you with the word of God, you are the fool. Not me. <laughs> listen, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm going to talk about it. The, doc, the principle of honor, honoring. Yeah. If all of you, listen, two people have bought me a land cruiser. Just two people in the church. One, two. If the whole church does not have wisdom to do something like that for their pastor, and only two people decide that we'll do that for our pastor, those two people are the ones who will be blessed. Go to bless them. Ah, they've bought me a land cruiser shop. It's here. Next time I can drive it to you. I can pack it there. Yeah. yeah. Just two people. One person is also buying two land cruisers for me. Be there. No, like, don't you understand? Don't you understand what I'm trying to say? It's called Anna. If you want the anointing to work for you, you honor the anointing. The one who honors the anointing is the one who has the anointing working for him. Maybe you don't have money to buy a land cruiser. I'm not saying go and buy a land cruiser. But you have, you have 100 cities. You have 200 cities. I don't need your 100 cities. I don't need your 200. What, what am I going to use it for? I don't need it. Someone gave me $1,000 just two days ago. $1,000 just like pastor be blessed. Just like that. Someone can give me so much. So it's not your 100 or your 200 that will do make a difference in my life. Like you change, change my life. Hey, look at 100. Hey, Lord. No. <laughs> That's not it. It's a principle. You get it. It's a principle. It's a principle that you must practice in order for the anointing to work in your life. So when we start talking about it, then some people tune off. Mm. Like a pastor is looking for money. We are not looking for money. What, listen, what so many people can do, one person can do it. One person who has understanding can do it. I have a testimony, but I don't want to say it now. When 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 I, I when I when it comes, then I'll tell you. This is my testimony. Then I'll say shame to all those who, 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 who think, who have certain thoughts in their heads. Yes, shame on you. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As soon as we start talking about giving to the Lord, so we start talking about targets. Targets, like, it's like, hey, what's all this? 2,000. What is 2,000 cities? What is 2,000 cities? Clearly, you are a babe. iPhone, one iPhone is more than 2,000. What is the new iPhone around now? 12 are bedroom. 12 are <laughs> <laughs> Has it 12 been there all this while? It's been there. It's 13 has come. Uh, 13 has come. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. 12, 12, what? 12 is the latest. How much is it? 7,000, 8,000. Phone. That is why they will pashe you. You know pashe. They will pashe you and sign your face. Next time, buy, buy techno. You are buying uh, iPhone, foolish boy. Bring it. <laughs> hey! Doing something small for the Lord. It's like, hey, what's all this? Take your money. God does not need your money. I tell you, God does not. If you do it, do it. If you don't do it, don't do it. It's as simple as that. It's only children who have to be clock How do you say that in English? 
cross blood. They have to be like, they have to smoke in a certain way. It's like, oh, you have to pamper them, hold them in a certain way. As though the money is, is it? Well, let me stop what you are doing. Yeah, I'm not foolish. I'm giving. I have cut money down. Piled it up over the period. As I was talking about it, I was doing it. Yeah. Yes. 10,000 for my wife, 10,000 for myself, 10,000 for my son. Yeah, everybody 10,000. I tell you. Yes, Koku is giving 10,000. We are all giving 10,000, 10,000, 30,000 together. And it is ready to be given. And when it's time, they will bring, I'll bring, I will bring our offering. Thank you, Father, for giving us the opportunity to give. Why, why do you think someone will not, someone else, if I honor God, God will let someone honor me? I mean, it's as simple as that. Yes, I've been doing a long time. It's not today. I've given more than this. I've given more than 10,000. I've given 100,000 before. Yes, I've given God 100,000 before. Yes. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. When I had, I started small. When I had 50 CDs, I gave it to the Lord. When I had 1,000, I gave it to the Lord. Yeah. Yes. When I had 2,000, they said, that's what I can do. Give it to the Lord. Gradually, I've increased over the years. Yes, I've increased over the years. I can do, I can do a deal of 100,000 and it's not, it's not a problem. Recently, I was doing a deal where we're getting something for somebody and it was about $100,000. And I said, oh, it's okay. We can do it. I said, oh, it's fine. We can do it. Please, please do it for us so that we, we, we pay you. 100000 is not a problem. Yes, but some time ago, what is $100,000? It's a problem. <laughs> it was a problem. $2,000 was a problem, big problem. Yeah. yeah, but as the years have gone by, it is not. Are you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. So if you don't start small, if you, are not, if you don't train yourself with it, you're straining. It's spiritual training. Stewardship. Yes, stewardship. Giving to the Lord. Higher and higher. Paying your fights. I'm not talking about tightness. I'm supposed to switch off. Mm. All these people, they are looking for money today. Looking for money for what? Looking for money for what? No, looking for money for what? What will you use that money for? Or if no, you don't understand the kind of church you're in. What are we using the money for? We are using it to build the house of God. That's all. You don't, probably you don't know the church you are sitting in. Yeah, you don't know. This one, people gave for it too. You know, the, the, you know the way I, we sweated here? The things I had to do, me personally had to do. This man was put in jail, was put in prison. I had to come to come and bail him out. So many wild things happening here. People have carried concrete. This one, I remember him sitting on top, the last, on top over there. You remember, on this building, and you were pouring concrete. I think it was here, this side. This side, you were pouring concrete. Hey, let's do it. Let's what? Move it, move You are young, you don't know. You have come, you are sitting in the glory. We say, give and let's do another one. You say, mm. Mm. What are all these people saying? Mm. I see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Give your best. The Lord will not disappoint you. Yeah. You understand as you go. You may give something huge today. You may not see any fruit physically, but you don't know what you have been spared from. You don't know what you have been spared from. Yeah. I have fed with milk and not with meat. For he that you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. Verse 3. He says, For ye are yet carnal. What is the carnality? He says, For, for us there is among you envying. Envying. Let's read Amplify so we can understand it. For you are still unspiritual. Having the nature of the flesh under the control of ordinary impulses. Ordinary impulses. For as long as there are envying and jealousy and wrangling and factions among you. You can be an MC head or a pastor and you have factions amongst your group. Yeah. Divisions. This one one is not easy. I don't like it. I don't like him. This one is better. This one. Hey. The Lord is watching you, I tell you. Yeah, factions, jealousy. Mm. Mm. That she thinks she's beautiful. Look at her hair be. Look at her hair be. Her testimony is fake. Every time when she comes, she comes and stands there. The Lord has given me a 
testimony. What is your problem? If you let the Lord give you a testimony. Yeah, as long as those small, small things are there, it says you are, you are unspiritual. You're, you're allowing your carnal nature to take absolute control of your life. Yes. This, this is what it means to be a child. It says put away these foolish, childish things, fleshly things. With Timmy Wakami. How do you say that in English? He has pinched me, he has bite me. For as long as they are envying and jealousy and wrangling, fighting. It's mine, it's not mine. Half of people fight over sheep. It's my sheep. She's not, she's not your sheep. She's my sheep. Hey, yeah, hey. Fight you over boy in church. Yeah. Or fight you over a girl. In one of our churches, eh? One of our churches, I was told that when there was this beautiful lady, eh? Who walked through the door. When she walked through the doors, it was as though Pupu had dropped. It's when Pupu drops in the open, the way house flies move. Excuse me to say, when, do you understand what I'm saying? The boy started moving around. And then they were going to the lady. She just walked into the church. It's the first day in the church. And this boy's I'm talking about leaders in the house of God. Leaders and members. Yes. I'm not joking. Practically, I can point you to uh, that's our church. It's our own church. This happened about three years ago or four years ago. They moved. And they started proposing. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you are beautiful. Oh, I, I like you. I want to be your friend. Oh, yeah. They started saying those things. Meanwhile, the lady was HIV. You know what I'm talking about? Those people know. They've got it. So it's, I'm not lying. Am I lying? It happened right. They know. She knows. She knows. She knows. You don't know. Thank God you don't know. She was HIV positive. And none of them knew. And we were throwing around like house flies. There's something wrong with your brain. You've forgotten where you are sitting. It's the church of God. It's the church of the living God. It's not a place to do whatever. Wow. Wrangling, fighting, factions. This is mine. This is not yours. Among you, are you not on spiritual and on the flesh behaving yourselves after a human standard and like mere unchanged men? Mere unchanged men. God is expecting you to move from being a man or a woman to becoming someone who is spiritual. Okay? A spiritual. He's expecting you to grow. God is expecting you to grow. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app. Plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.